What is Evolve Beyond? A podcast that touches on life's experiences and in turn guides you to your greatest wisdom, truth, and energetic potential. We are your hosts. I'm Michael Adams, human behavior specialist. And I'm Amy Elizabeth, energy evolution mentor. Together, we dive deep. So you can accelerate your highest evolution and align with who you were born to be. We are asking our listeners to come with an open mind and strongly encourage trying on a new way of thinking to transcend reoccurring patterns and themes once and for all. It is in acceptance and responsibility that we are able to do that for ourselves and our life's path. We invite you to dive deep with us and evolve beyond. Welcome to Evolve Beyond. I'm Michael Adams. And I'm Amy Elizabeth. Today, we thought we'd talk about evolving beyond your autopilot. Now, what do we mean by that? Well, we live our daily lives with most of the things that we do already pre-programmed. How we respond to certain things, how we act with certain stimuli. It's all there. We do it on autopilot. We don't have to think about it. But is that autopilot always serving us? And society, the way in which we respond to the rules, the regulations, to each other, some of those behaviours, again, come from a place of autopilot. And we don't stand still sometimes to say, actually, should I be taking over the controls here or should it be my autopilot? You know, Michael, that's a really good point. And I feel that too many of us are just going through the motions in life. And when we're less engaged and we're just in our default setting and we're just doing what we need to do to get through the day we're not living in our passion and our joy which leads us to be in a stress response and our bodies become more prone to be sick or attract illnesses or even emotional and mental illnesses we have more negative thought forms emotionally we can become more depressed and sad and heavier just as a society you see this and it's this striving and driving to compete and get things done. And that's what I see predominantly in the United States. It's again, it's this living to work mentality. And I'm going to take a left-hand turn here for a second. As a child, I was called a know-it-all by a certain somebody in my family. And, and it wasn't because I needed to be right. It was because I really did remember and had a lot of information that didn't make sense for a child to know. And as I would remember or have these memories, because I would separate myself from many people and go play in the woods or do whatever I did, being the youngest of three, I would have these visions and memories and I'd pull them forward into this lifetime and I knew they were from past lives and it expedited my learning and evolution. And what I know to be true on this spiritual journey is that the whole point of human existence is to feel and remember. Now What's interesting about what you've just said is that the references that you are logging into are not the common references that the rest of society is logging into on generally on the whole. So therefore your non-conformist way of looking at things becomes very hard for people to understand who are operating in autopilot. Because you're going into a mode of free spirit where you're opening yourself up for any experience from a variety of sources, whereas people have taught themselves 
to only take information from this source in that way and this is how we use it. So there is a clash. Right. It's thinking in the box versus thinking outside the box or let's say for, for this specific purpose, doing inside the box and mm -hmm. not ruffling the feathers rather than doing outside the box and seeing what happens, diving into the unknown. Yeah, very much so. I think that there's also an element of control when this is practice at the, the level of affecting people on mass and again, people on mass can also operate in autopilot mode, which is something that people miss. It's not just an individual thing. It's, it happens at the societal level as well. In fact, it's the basis of marketing because marketing is all built around making people feel dissatisfied. The more dissatisfied you are, the more we sell because you won't be happy with an iPhone 10 when there's a 12 you can get. You won't be happy with a three-bedroomed house if you can have a five-bedroom house because it represents progress because the markers that are put down in society say, look at me, right? I've got this. And so we play to that audience and we follow it like it's normal. Another word for autopilot in that sense is brainwashing. And it is evident. It's all programming, conditioning. It's all around us. But autopilot is really what we choose to do. And it's about breaking the monotony of the pattern. And like you said, there's a lot of people out there that might be listening to this and say, well, I didn't have that kind of an upbringing or I didn't have those kinds of experiences. And part of it is because you didn't allow yourself to. And so anyone who's listening to this can take themselves out of their experience for a short period of time and go convene with nature. And Great point. close their eyes and take a couple of deep breaths and relax and fall into themselves and just have a beautiful memory and look at your feet and see, you know, do you have, what kind of shoes do you have on? You know, what, do you have shoes that were from the Roman time? Do you have, you know, boots on? Do you, were you a man? Were you a woman? These kinds of things. And I know that that sounds a little whatever, but I've noticed in the great awakening that's happening on this planet now, more and more people are having awakening dreams. They're remembering their past lives. They're remembering memories of their childhood that they never, ever, they put away, they locked it in the closet and, and threw away the key and they're remembering them all by. The and what's interesting about what you're saying is that I'm going to use an expression that you taught me, which is Woo woo. Even when we're planning these podcasts, you would say, I don't want to get too woo woo. Yeah. Woo woo is where it's at. And you know, sometimes what we do is we say that because we know that people won't necessarily receive it. But when you look around you and you look at how Aborigines live, you have a look at their connection to nature and we marvel at it when we see it, yet we question it when we bring it into our realm. That's the autopilot working against something that the universe wants you to experience and see. How many people go to a yoga and meditation retreat and they go away for five days or 15 days and then they go back into their experience and they can't seem to integrate the same situation and the same feeling that they had where they were so clear and felt so clean and so pure and so connected and so at one with themselves, knowing who they were, super grounded and rooted in their own being and sense of self. And that's not woo-woo. That's 
an experience. And so I want to demystify the woo-woo. You know, we're not waving around yeah. crystals here. Yeah. So to say that you're healed all of a sudden, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with waving around crystals. You see, you were making a really good point and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. The self-fulfilling prophecy is that we will say stuff like the waving around crystals. That becomes our autopilot response because there's a group of people that says, oh, that crystal stuff doesn't work. And there's another group of people who it's working for. That's exactly, <laughs> it's hysterical. But it's not until you switch off your autopilot and go and have the experience where you might change. You might not. That's fair enough. That's the freedom. But if your autopilot denies you that experience, hey, then maybe you shouldn't be in the conversation. Well, and here's the thing. When we get out of our experiences, our everyday lives, we tap into our intuitive nature and we are all just intuitive beings. And it's about the getting out of the way of yourself and the need to be right or this competitive nature that we have and the patterns that limit you from truly creating the life that you desire. And the way that you do that is to remove yourself from the monotony of that routine that yeah. just puts you Absolutely. in the disengagement of heart and brain coherence, mm -hmm. which is where you find wholeness and where you connect to something higher than you. This is resonating with me so much because you can see where and feel where those connections are happening and aren't happening. I, I see all around me the denial of experiences because of preconditioning. You know, the, the fact is that we are open to whatever experience we want to have. We've just got to come from a base of no judgment, come from a base of being able to see new opportunity, to be able to see growth where we weren't able to see it before. It's, it's recognizing that we've been, as human beings, we've been given a playground here. Oh, right? yeah. We really it's have. About stepping out into it, right? Mm. So that brings up a really funny thought in my mind my run buddy loves so we go on the same run typically every time we run except for when he has a hair up his ass and says let's <laughs> go a little longer and what he says to me and this is the most vanilla non woo woo person you'll ever meet in your life and what he says to me is is it a blue pill day or a red, red pill day uh, okay yeah <laughs> and the red pill is the long trail and it's the hard trail and it's the trail off the beat and the blue pill is just the you know the it's the autopilot yeah but yeah. he puts it that way to me because he knows I'm going to fucking take that red pill. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it's so interesting because I remember doing an exercise with a couple of clients where we just went through their movements in a day and we went through the most minute movements from which side of the bed do they go to, from how they approach the bathroom, you know, the, the routine of where do you hang your towel? Just so that we walk them through every step. And they were really shocked at how much of that 
was there, locked away. They didn't have to think about it. It it just was automatic. But when in on the recollection, they could go, oh wow, I do all of this every day exactly the same way. And I asked them, when you came out of your front door and and opened up your gate, which way did you turn? And they said, oh well, I always go right. Do you know what's to the left? I haven't done it. So would going to the left open you up to a new experience? Yes, it would. Why don't you try going to the left? And not only that, but it also expands and connects you into your frontal cortex, which helps you to vision your future, materialize and manifest your dreams and desires. It gives you and opens you up to opportunities and possibilities, and it creates new neural pathways in the brain. And that's what we want, neuroplasticity. You know, we, we want to expand our brain and our vision and the reach of our energetic potential. And if we keep doing the same thing over and over and over again in this routine, it, it just becomes unhealthy. And I understand that, you know, for years and years and years, we were talking in business strategies about you have to have a routine and you've got to wake up at this time and you've got to do this, 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 this. And I totally believe in consistency and I do believe in routine, but, and I also believe that that can be switched up so that you give yourself an opportunity to experience something new and different. And you never know what taking a left, as Michael said, rather than taking a right, could do for you and what opportunities and possibilities or the person that you might meet who might introduce you to the next person that you've been waiting to meet. And it's important that we try that. And and Michael, I also feel like one of the reasons people get caught up in the monotony of autopilot is because it's safe. And when someone doesn't know how to make a clear, decisive decision or they don't trust their decision-making skills, they're not going to break away from their routine to try something new. Why? Because that's the unknown, right? They're pulling from their limbic brain and that fear-based response system. I feel that many of us could tap into our heart and our gut and start to learn a new response that once you exercise that muscle, it becomes something that really does allow you to be in the driver's seat of your new experience every single day so that every time you wake up, it's a new day, it's a new experience filled with opportunities and possibilities because you're being led by a feeling mm -hmm. rather than by a, I have to. Mm -hmm. It's an, I get to. And have you ever had one of those experiences where you just knew that you were supposed to go into a store and you didn't know why, you didn't need anything in there, but something kept on pulling you in there or you were supposed to take a left when when your GPS system says take a right, but you just knew that there was something telling you to take a left. Take a left. And, right, and all of that is based on that feeling that I'm talking about. So Greg Braden talks about in his course radical resilience, how to communicate with your heart. And you touch your heart and tap into your heart and take a deep breath and allow yourself to drop further into yourself. And as you continue to tap on your heart and continue to tap on your heart and continue to tap on your heart and awaken that beautiful center, closing your eyes, deepening your breath, falling into yourself, but not falling asleep, Michael. Ask your heart 
Which direction should I go today? What would be in my best and highest to have a mystical or magical experience? And the way I like to do this is actually place a hand on my belly. And that's where a lot of my choices and decisions come from my heart and my gut. And I actually feel a pulsation when it's a yes and there's a different pulsation when there's a no. And it sounds like uh-huh and uh-uh. And so you can start to ask yourself silly questions to get a couple of no's and yes. So ask yourself, my name is whatever your name is, right? And see, and it would be a, uh-huh, you know? And then ask, is the sky green? So of course these are yes and no questions. Can dolphins fly? And start to practice these kinds of yes, no questions with yourself. The more that you exercise this muscle, the more that you become led by something greater than your routine or the autopilot because now you're becoming engaged in life well thank you for that amy that was a, a very very effective tool i mean i can tell you that having conducted that i had a sense of real clarity for me i could really feel the aha as i was asking the question and and i felt that there was nothing else in the way it was just me and that question and the answer and, and my heart felt warm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it'll tingle. And that's when you know to ask the question that you're really, you know, a lot of people will second guess their answers and know that after three seconds, the brain will kick in and it'll give you whatever answer your mind is wanting to make up for you. So it's really important that that snap first answer, that is what you go with. Do not try to think too much because that's just going to pull you away from what you need to feel in the moment. And I don't know if you can help me with this, but I did feel like I wanted to stay there. Oh, I know. I know. Because it's because you're in this place of peace. And yeah, and, and we can definitely dive into that in other episodes for sure. Okay. Well, thank you very much. This has been Evolve Beyond. And today the subject was Evolve Beyond Your Autopilot. Amy, thanks once more. And look forward to seeing you again next time. Love y'all. Thanks for listening. We look forward to you joining us on our next episode, where we'll be asking you to evolve beyond what human beings do. Who is Amy Elizabeth? Amy's formal background is in psychology and education. And over the past two decades, she has coupled this with multiple forms of energy medicine to assist her clients in identifying and living their highest evolution. She believes evolution is an everyday choice that we can all access and her work focuses on assisting you to clear and create pathways to a fulfilling, majestic and holistic spiritual existence. She utilizes ancient tools and rituals backed by scientific methods to achieve this. Having worked with high achievers, influencers, many decorated officers, professional athletes, business leaders and entrepreneurs, she has co-created a map to navigate living the life you were created to live in connectivity, joy and peace. 
Who is Michael Adams? Michael is a human behavior specialist who focuses on psychology and talking therapies. He is also an internationally respected marketing consultant, mentor, business growth strategist, and public speaker. In a professional career that spans over 40 years, he has practiced in the areas of elite professional sport, corporate business, public and private sector environments. In the past decade, his focus has been in the field of personal development, looking at improving individuals' dialogue with themselves in order to reach their full potential in life. He continues to develop new techniques that can be simply deployed by individuals in their everyday lives. 